Hi, I'm Laura. And I'm Paisley. We're just two caffeinated introverts who love talking about Gilmore Girls. We'll be doing an episode-by-episode rewatch podcast every other week. Welcome to Let Them Drink Cosmos. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> it's been so long. It feels like forever. It does. This, yeah, we've had the whole monkey wrench come, you know. Paisley and I have not seen each other <laughs> since nope. March. This is weird. Then we kind of had to wait for a while for Paisley needed to get equipment. And then we had internet issues. Uh, we've had all kinds of hurdles yes, to get we back. Run, <laughs> we've run into every everything. Every <laughs> wall you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry it took so long, but what matters is we're here now. Finally yes, back. But- and <laughs> I imagine life has been crazy for everybody like it has for us. So today we are finally discussing season one, episode nine, Rory's Dance. Yes, this is a great episode. <laughs> we were planning on discussing this months ago, but yeah, this is a good episode. We get some nice Lorelai and Emily stuff going on. We have a formal, so we get to see Chilton people all dressed up. We get snow. There's snow yeah. on the ground. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the episode. <laughs> okay, so the first scene is the Gilmore is at the Gilmore Mansion. Friday night dinner. Yes, and Richard is not there. He's in Prague. Yep. <laughs> so it's just the Gilmore girls, if you will. <laughs> Emily, Lorelai, and Rory. <laughs> yes. And Emily talks about how Richard is has promised that he's bringing something special back for Rory. And I liked, so in this moment, we already know Rory has an itch to travel. And when she finds out that Richard is in Prague, her face tells you how much she wishes she could be there. Yeah. Um, we really see her wonderlust here. Yes. And, and then Emily, after that, Emily brings up the Chilton newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, some of the stuff kind of when they're still talking about the traveling, Rory brings up how you can stay in the hostel that was once a jail cell And it's only $50 a night. She mentions her and Lorelai's big trip to Europe and how maybe they can stay there. Um, So it's just kind of a little touch of what they're planning. Which I think it's their first time mentioning their big trip. I think so. I think it is. (laughs) But I think this is the first time that they mention their big Europe trip. And then um, Lorelai mentions... I'm going to Turkey and staying in the place for Midnight Express, which didn't we discuss that on the last episode? I know this was months ago now, but in the last episode when when Rory was snowed in at the Gilmore house and they were mm-hmm. they mentioned something about staying in a Turkish prison. I think I think when she right. was talking with her grandparents yeah. <laughs> over the frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. We also learn something major that Lorelai and I do not agree on, her disdain for avocado. How can you not like avocado? <laughs> normally my food, normally mine and Lorelai's taste are the same, but I actually love avocado, so I can't agree on her with this. Wait, I can't agree with her on this. <laughs> Which we learn later, Rory likes it because she loves guacamole. <laughs> a point. She avocado tree. Yes, a point brought up <laughs> far in the future. <laughs> 
So then yeah. the Chilton Formal, the newsletter. That's yeah. <laughs> when Emily brings out the newsletter and Yes. She brings out she brings it out and Lorelai is saying that she's read it, she's read it. Emily decides to test her a little. Yes. <laughs> What's on the cover? Yeah. <laughs> a really, a rich, really kid. rich kid. <laughs> in plaid. It's an owl. <laughs> Owl the, the part I love is we see where Lorelai's wit comes from. Uh-huh. Again, here, when Lorelai says about the owls, she says, they'll live. And Emily says, apparently they won't. Yeah. <laughs> that is, she, say that again. I said, we can see where she gets that from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she definitely has her mother's wit. In the newsletter, also, we find out that's where we find out about the Chilton Formal. The winter formal, Rory doesn't want to go. And of course, Emily blames Lorelai for that. (laughs) I like that, that she automatically just assumes that Lorelai told her not to go. Like, she doesn't know the story, but she just assumes it. And you know what they say when you assume something. (laughs) (laughs) Something about a donkey. It's a stupid American saying. (laughs) Yeah. To quote Michelle from a future episode. (laughs) So, Rory leaves the room to get a soda, and then Emily starts accusing her. What did you say to her that making her not want to go, and this and that? (laughs) Yes, interrogating her and blaming Lorelai once again. Yep. In the next scene, it's the car ride home from Friday night dinner, so obviously Lorelai and Rory. (laughs) They're discussing whether or not she's going to the dance. Mm Mm-hmm, and why... Why doesn't she want to go? She's never been, and that it could be magical and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, and Rory gives I, her. Oh, go on. She's just trying to convince her that she should try it out because she hasn't actually been to a dance, you know. <laughs> and Rory gives her idea of what she's imagining it will be. Um, she talks about how it would be boring, and they'd be playing ninety-eight degrees, and she'd be surrounded by. People that don't like her, Tristan uh-huh. and Paris. And then and, that's when Lorelai paints the better picture of what could happen. And then one of my favorite lines is when she was telling Rory, you might be afraid of this and this and that. Being afraid of dancing in public, afraid of finding out you should never dance in the public. I love that line. <laughs> I like that you went for the humorous part. I went for the serious part. I think this is showing my age. I liked Lorelai's concern. She said, I don't want you to miss an experience because you're too afraid. And she was worried about her not joining in because she's too shy, which, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it's funny. I identify more with that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't miss out on this because of how you're feeling. Uh-huh. And then we go into the best intro song ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the first scene back after the intro is in Town Square. So we see, they're walking through snow. Yes, <laughs> snow-covered Town Square. So exciting. <laughs> and they're discussing whether or not Dean will accept if she invites him to the dance. Yeah. And we find out they haven't ironed out these details of whether or not they're boyfriend and girlfriend. And I like how she says he's her gentleman caller. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Lane responds with, okay, Blanche, which yeah. do you know you got that reference? Yeah, it's from um, Golden Girls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember the first time we were talking about this, you hadn't seen, or Golden Girls, so I didn't know. I still haven't seen it, but I know that from you. <laughs> oh. From, I'm, 
planning on watching it soon. <laughs> Which Stan Zimmerman, he wrote on Golden Girls, as well as Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Both of the GGs. <laughs> yeah. So, in this talk, there's still... Elaine is asking if they've had the relationship talk, which they haven't. Uh-huh. And then they make it to Dozie's, and Dean is inside working. Now we are officially in Dozie's market, and Rory helps Dean stock the cans of green beans as she's slowly <laughs> talking about the dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love when she's trying to describe, she's like, there's this thing at my school, well, it's held by my school. <laughs> she's not really saying it's a dance. She's just trying to... Yeah, it's a thing oh, where they serve chicken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're supposed to get all dressed up and then there's chicken. <laughs> I wrote Rory's awkward rambling. Way too yes. many details about the logic of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this is very much an introvert's way of asking something. <laughs> yep. I feel like that would have been... Well, maybe that would still be me. <laughs> so, Dean is kind of, like, not really wanting to go, but he can see Rory does. So, he says yes, like a nice person. <laughs> yeah, he talks about the reasons he, it's not really his thing. He talks about how he's not a joiner, which I get. Yep. <laughs> okay, I have to comment on Rory's jacket here. Okay. I loved this jacket back then in high school. And I actually have written down, I know which, what the name of the jacket is and everything. So it's the Stacy Mountain Board Jacket from Abercrombie and Fitch. That okay. style was so big back then when I was in high school. Loved it. I never did buy that jacket, but I always loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that jacket. It's a nice jacket. <laughs> I just realized that I'm so out of practice, I'm probably going to forget to share a dazzling detail today. I don't yeah. even know that I actually wrote one down. I know. Sorry, guys. We are very out of practice. <laughs> it's been months. <laughs> so I apologize. We are trying to get back in the hang of things. <laughs> back in the swing of things. So does this mean you don't have a fun fact either, Paisley? No, I don't. And I'm upset with myself. But I do have a background detail to share later on. So your fun fact list... And I'm dazzling detailless. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> so after this, we go to the next scene, which is at Lorelai's house, where yeah. she's working on the dress that she's making for Rory. Mm-hmm. And it falls on her. And yes, she- the dress form falls. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Suki comes, huh? She comes knocking on the door. Yeah, she rings the doorbell and she's bringing extra thread. And that's when, after she had hurt her back, she comes in and goes through her purse filled with pills. <laughs> yeah, so- and first she offered an ace bandage to wrap it. Yeah, and then she opens the purse and has the whole pharmacy in there. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Suki's so clumsy, it makes sense that she <laughs> is going her- to have a pharmacy in her purse. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And then the phone rings. dun dun uh- dun <laughs> Emily calls. (laughs) Yep. And as always, she brings up Lorelai's cluttered house. (laughs) And she also still does not know that Rory is going to the dance until Lorelai tells her. When she finds out Lorelai is making the dress, she's disappointed in that. Oh, yeah. And then she asks (laughs) for pictures and basically... basically (laughs) And seeing if she'll let her come over. Yeah, basically trying to guilt her way into getting invited over yeah. <laughs> Emily's ways of manipulation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 
next scene is at Chilton, where we're at the line to buy tickets for yep. the Chilton Winter Formal. And we see what the date is that the formal is happening on, Saturday, uh-huh. December 9th, which yeah. I'm me, so... I checked this date out because it's been a long time since this actual time (laughs) that this aired. And this was an accurate date. December 9th was on a Saturday that year. I went back and checked. Sometimes in shows, they'll pick a date and that's not really a real date. But it was was an accurate date that time. So that made me happy. The smallest things make me so happy, guys. (laughs) So Tristan... I know, Paisley's favorite. I actually wrote on here somewhere that we need Paisley to go off on her rant about how much she hates Tristan. You guys can't see, but I'm shaking my head. (laughs) (laughs) I can see you on Zoom. So he's buying tickets to the dance from Paris. Of course, she's running the ticket line. Um, Yes. And he's totally flirting with Paris. I know. What does it mean? He knows that she... And he's just... Mean. (laughs) And then he approaches Rory in the line, who is there to buy her tickets. Uh-huh. And actually, this is my favorite quote of the episode. As much as you hate Tristan, he has my favorite line of this episode. What is it? She's reading again. How novel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally making a t-shirt out of that, guys. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I would wear that because it's the perfect pun. A pun about books. Even though it came from Tristan. So, yeah, that's, I'm going, I'm putting it on a shirt. I totally am. And then he does this whole spiel about how the guy's supposed to buy the tickets, blah, 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 blah. And she asks, does Susan Faludi know about you? (laughs) Which, Susan Faludi is a feminist and award-winning journalist. So, it makes, it's a perfect reference there. Yeah. So, he's kind of trying to figure out who she's bringing. Mm -hmm. He's like digging for information, asking all these questions. Yeah, and then he has, he, he bought two tickets, but he was just assuming that Rory would go with him. No, no. As if she would do that. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Okay, so when he's, like, talking about how he doesn't have a date and everything, uh-huh. then Rory says, I hear, <laughs> I hear Squeaky Frome is up for parole soon. So I'd heard the name, but I didn't remember who that was, so I looked it up. And uh-huh. she was part of the infamous Manson family. So that's her recommendation of who should go with Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> so that tells you what she thinks of Tristan. Yes, yeah, spot on, spot on. <laughs> uh, so then he says he'll bring Sissy. Yes, so we meet Sissy. We never officially meet her, but we see her with him. Yes, then she finally moves up to the line. And Paris is totally upset because she sees Tristan was flirting with her and she gets jealous. (laughs) And she's still at this point, even without Tristan, doesn't like Rory all that Mm -hmm. much yet. So, yeah, she's just totally rude to her, saying how she's she's a loser and she's going to pretend to be sick and all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Such mean people. I can see why why Rory would have been worried about having to go spend an evening that is not a requirement with these two people. (laughs) Okay, so at the next scene, we are at Lorelai's house again. Lorelai's reading a magazine. Rory's getting all ready for the dance. And then Suki comes in with tacos. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say, I miss those days of being 16 and not having to primp. Yeah, Rory just 
you know, you don't need makeup. You can just look great immediately. I really miss that. Those were the days. <laughs> so she comes out and... Um, In her beautiful blue dress. That dress is so pretty. I love it. <laughs> she comes out with a hairspray, actually. And she was going to have Lorelai do it, but instead Suki took the bottle and sprayed herself in the eyes. And I have gotten hairspray in my eyes. It stings. <laughs> and so... And right before the hairspray incident, we see kind of how Rory comes out in the dress, but she's wearing her boots with it at this point. And (laughs) her hair's all done. So she has her updo with little baby's breath throughout her hair, which is so indicative of this time period. That was kind of the go-to look for an updo in the early 2000s. Dead on on matching the time period. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really pretty hairstyle. Oh, I had to bring out. Okay, so in this scene, we know there are a lot of changes over, like, the floor plan of the house over time. <laughs> and so at this point, we're still at the time where there's a bathroom in the that hallway between the living room and the kitchen, between yes, the arches and mm-hmm. across from the entryway. Because yeah. later, this becomes a closet, and then it goes back to being a bathroom, and then it's a closet, and it just kind of changes a lot. It's one of the continuity things that I hear come up a lot on Gilmore forums and groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at this point, it's a bathroom still, because that's where yeah. Rory's going to get ready. That's where Suki goes to try to wash her eyes of hairspray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And there's also, um, where the arches. Um, by the door, there used to be two entrances right there. Later on, at least there is. Yeah. I kind of, I feel like sometimes there's those, and then sometimes it's just that one. And yeah, things it like changed. that change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the doorbell rings. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Emily Gilmore <laughs> has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how we once again see the differences in the households here. Uh Emily's so excited to take pictures of her granddaughter and Rory emerges eating a taco with a towel tucked into her dress. (laughs) Well, you don't want to spill, do you? (laughs) (laughs) And Suki, still blind from the hairspray, talking to the banister, thinking it's Emily. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I love... In season one, we see more, I think, of Suki's clumsiness. Yeah. And she's just this ultimately quirky, clumsy character. And yeah. I find it endearing. Also, uh-huh. maybe it reminds me a lot of myself because I'm a bit clumsy. <laughs> me too. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the rest of you? What do you think of Suki's clumsy nature, especially towards the beginning of the series? Let us know. Yes. Now that Emily's here, she winds up finding out about Lorelai's back spasm. Uh oh. (laughs) And when Suki says, "Let me know if you need help up the stairs," you can see in Lorelai's face, like, "Uh oh, she heard." (laughs) Mm -hmm. Don't say it. Yeah. (laughs) And also, Emily thinking that Lorelai broke down and bought Rory's dress. Yeah. It's like, see, she's an amazing seamstress. <laughs> uh, she is. So Rory, then, oh, oh, go ahead. So Rory comes back out for the pretty pictures yeah. <laughs> to appease grandmother. <laughs> yeah, and she's like a photographer taking pictures at all angles. All the <laughs> angles. And some of those angles are not good angles. She's, when she's like this, I'm like, that's not going to look good. Yeah. <laughs> that's not flattering. <laughs> when Dean arrives and honks for Rory... 
she insists that a gentleman needs a what <laughs> a gentleman needs to come up and knock and say hello and then you can leave <laughs> which i have to say i agree with emily on that i think <laughs> especially at this point they are not officially boyfriend girlfriend yes lorelei has met him but mm-hmm. emily has not yeah i think it's appropriate in this instance especially for a formal occasion i i agree with her that he should come to the door and come yeah, in. And plus, so. normally the family wants to take pictures of them together, too. Yeah. That's kind of a big thing. Like prom, you take pictures together before you <laughs> leave the house. So actually, I was surprised that Emily didn't take pictures of them together. I kind I of know. expected to see that happen. Yeah, I thought so, too, when you'd come in. <laughs> but I loved her quote, Emily's quote about it when she said, this is not a drive through She is not fried chicken. <laughs> That's a good quote. <laughs> that amazing Gilmore wit. <laughs> so as they're leaving, I thought it was strange, though, for Emily to try to dictate what time Rory needed to be home. I know. That's by telling good. her she needed to be home at 11. It wasn't and her place. That was Lorelai's decision. Yeah. So. And then you, the yeah. camera goes over to Lorelai. She's like 12. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily decides to stay because of Lorelai's back spasm issue. Yeah. <laughs> Much to Lorelai's chagrin. Okay, also Lorelai's shirt in this. I have to comment on this. So she's wearing the dip-dyed shirt with the Chinese characters. These were huge at this time as well. I remember having a navy blue one, and it had the character for love on it. Those were just, you saw them all over the place at this time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Like, I have specific memories of, like, days at school in that shirt and days at work after school in that shirt. So, yeah, just seeing it, it's like, oh, piece of nostalgia. It takes me back to being in high school. (laughs) And then we move on to the car ride. Yes. truck ride. (laughs) Because Dean's truck. Before he keeps going um, back and forth on if they should actually go or not. Yes, after her mom has made this dress, they're all dressed up, everything is good to go. Which I do understand, though, because social anxiety, introvert, you kind of start doubting it. Like, should I? I don't know. Especially with her setup still being new at Chilton. Oh, and reference that you now get, Paisley, that before you didn't get this reference, when she's talking about how awful the kids at school are, and she asked Dean if he's familiar with the Outsiders. Oh, yes. Yes. Just call me po- Pony Boy. <laughs> yep. So, before, yeah. Paisley had not read this book or seen the movie until I I somewhat... I the movie. You, yeah, you watched the movie recently, right? Amber watched, yeah. introduced you to it. So, yay, Paisley gets a reference added to her repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they decide to go... Yay. So then we're back at Lorelai's house again. And Emily has called the maid telling her she won't be home. Oh. Was that a pain? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, a big one. (laughs) And then Emily goes snooping through the house trying to find the Baccarat crystal candlesticks that she had bought as a present. (laughs) We get introduced to the monkey lamp. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Here's my thing on this. I don't think that monkey lamp was expensive as the candlesticks would have been. No. So I don't see how it was a direct exchange. She must have gotten a lot of money back on it. Maybe. <laughs> because I <know> that. <laughs> currently, the cheapest set 
of Baccarat crystal candlesticks are $430 for the cheapest set. There's no. no way that monkey lamp was that much. No. I mean, maybe nowadays that it's like a pop culture thing because it was on Gilmore Girls, but I don't think it would still be that much. Yeah, maybe a hundred. Then we go to the dance. Yes, they're finally at the dance. They're at the venue, which this is at the Women's Club in LA. This yes. building is so amazing, so beautiful. And we see it used throughout the series for filming. Many other big events happen there. But also there are other smaller scenes in regular episodes that are filmed in portions of it. And then several parts in the revival are filmed there as well. Yeah, they use that place a lot. (laughs) Yes, they did. And I like how, okay, you know, earlier we discussed what Rory was expecting for the music playing and everything. Uh-huh. And she was expecting 98 Degrees. But instead, the first thing we hear is another song by XTC, which we have referenced a lot in our podcast because their music is used fairly often throughout the series. So yeah. it starts off with We're All Light playing at the dance by XTC. So uh-huh. much different than the music she was expecting. <laughs> yeah. So not 98 Degrees. Madeline and Louise come up, and Madeline loves Rory's dress. And when she finds out that her mom made it, Lorelai made it, she's like, wow, my mom can't make anything. She can make soup. One kind of soup. It's green. (laughs) (laughs) And I love through that whole conversation they have, she's just thinking of all the things her mom has done. Yeah, she just keeps... (laughs) Going on that one tangent. She's like, oh, well, no, well. (laughs) And in this, there was a specific phrase that I did not remember being in, being in this conversation when Madeline and Louise, when they first see Rory with Dean, before they approach, they say, well, he's not from the manor born. So she meant like someone born into a wealthy family, someone born into nobility, not a manorial birth. So someone not from an upper class. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Which is accurate. He's not. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that she could tell just from his appearance at the dance. <laughs> yeah. And then it's so cute and awkward how Rory still does not know how to introduce Dean. Yeah. This is my... This is Dean. Yes. <laughs> and Louise is totally flirty with him. Uh-huh. And then she keeps she keeps saying she's bored. She's bored again. Yes. This is her theme throughout this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paris arrives with, with Jacob. Her- and then a slow song comes on that they dance oh. to. And it is... They- that is a good song. Fade Into You. Fade Into You by Mazzy Star. Yes. So whenever I hear that song, it definitely takes me to season one of Gilmore Girls. It takes me to Rory and Dean. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we see that at this point, we start to see Tristan getting jealous already. Oh, yeah. And then once again, Dean makes an outsider's reference asking, so Pony Boy, you happy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> see, you need someone paisley that will make the same references with you so if you're referencing the outsiders he needs to be able to catch on to that i only do that movie one time i don't reference it that much i wasn't saying you did i was saying rory it was referencing it so 
So whatever you reference, you need someone that references Gilmore Girls a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Jump in on the Gilmore reference. So the next scene, we're back at Lorelai's house again. Yes. And Emily brings her toast with mashed bananas, which doesn't sound very appetizing. Well, to me, it doesn't look very appetizing. I actually do love mashed banana on toast, especially with almond butter. Super good. But they make it sound and look totally gross, I think. I mean, it's not the best looking because mashed banana just kind of looks like baby food. (laughs) Yes. And Lorelai's comment is like, it looks like somebody already ate it. (laughs) Yes. That's accurate. (laughs) That ties into what baby food looks like, I think. (laughs) Then we go back to the dance. And this is where we get Jacob... Asking Rory for her number, and it comes out that he is Paris's cousin. She went to the dance with her cousin. That is, uh, I kind of feel bad for her. She couldn't get anyone to go with her. But isn't it kind of her own doing? Is she nice to anybody? (laughs) Yeah. At this point, she has not softened much. She is like a stick of butter straight from the freezer, not just the fridge. Freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so next scene, we're back at Lorelai's house again. I kind of like this. It's kind of shorter scenes going back and forth between the dance and Lorelai's house. Yeah, I like that. So we're back at Lorelai's house. Her and Emily are watching the movie Double Indemnity with Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray. (laughs) I haven't seen that one either. Based on the information we get in this scene is how I looked it up and found out what the name of the movie was and everything. There we go. There's my dazzling detail. If you don't know what movie it is, that's the movie. Look it up. (laughs) And okay, this scene, it's kind of where we see a bonding moment for Emily and Lorelai. And so I love this evening for them. It's not something at this point we've ever seen them have, Uh -uh. but we actually get Emily paying her compliments. She says how she did a lovely job, both with Rory and the dress. Yes. And we just see this closer relationship that we haven't seen for them before. I love this part of the episode for them. Yeah. So, Lorelai does in the scene end up trying the banana toast (laughs) which it sounded too crunchy i think the toast was overdone i think that's a big part of it (laughs) yeah it looks like it plus it had been sitting out for who knows how yeah and bananas brown after they've been open sitting out for a while yeah so it probably yeah didn't taste very good at that point (laughs) (laughs) and then oh this is where my background detail comes in so after (laughs) after um she tries it. Emily tries it. And she's like, oh, that's horrible. So she stands up off the couch and you can see a piece of bright green tape where the actress was supposed to sit. So I thought Marking that was fun. the spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that was fun because they're normally like super good about hiding that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. The more you watch it, you catch little bitty things like that here and there, yeah. which I think is kind of fun. It doesn't it take is. the magic away for me. <laughs> I like. Um, finding that stuff. <laughs> should we do our pause break here? Oh, we should. <laughs> I got too carried away in this episode. <laughs> I know. It's been so long. We're just like, I just want to talk Gilmore Girls nonstop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I could use a little finishing of my caffeination. So what do you think? Yeah. Okay. I think. 
Okay, let's take a pause. We'll be back. Okay, guys, we are back. So the next scene, we are back at the dance. This is our last scene at the dance. This is where Dean winds up suggesting they leave. There's still time left in the evening. Maybe leave, spend some time, just the two of them, grab some coffee, hang out. Coffee, coffee, coffee. coffee. Grab coffee, <laughs> hang out. And I I think at this point, I realize they're both introverts. And so they, yes. they're not the big event type. They would rather one-on-one time. Yeah. So that's when he ends up going, um, standing up and going to get the coat. And then so, Paris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Paris approaches Rory's table. Yep. And she is accusing her of uh, already told everybody. But yeah. instead, she told everyone. <laughs> yeah. How many people have you told? Da 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 da. Paris is so desperate, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. yeah, she's speaking so loudly, everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, and then I, at first Rory's like, are you kidding me? But then she sees everybody is hearing her, and she's like, I don't have to, you just did. <laughs> How embarrassing for Paris. Now, everybody yeah. knows, but she mm-hmm. did it to herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then we see Tristan, Real Tristan sees Dean, starts approaching him antagonizing him and this is where dean <laughs> refers to him as dristan <laughs> oh yeah this is actually where i wrote in my notes paisley please go on a tristan rant <laughs> so any ranting you have about tristan let it out <laughs> he's just annoying gosh like who can he's- stand him who wants to be around him? Why does Paris like him? <laughs> He's annoying. But also she is. So I guess they're meant for each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the terms that Rory used earlier in line for the tickets are pretty accurate. Slimy and weaselly, yes. But yes. stupid, no. And I think that's what it is for Paris. Paris likes him because she finds him attractive, and she likes him because he's smart. Yeah. The other stuff she doesn't care about, apparently. <laughs> I guess. So, when they start, well, that's when Tristan starts, um, kind of, like, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. That's when it's fighting, I guess, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, and Dean says that he's not going to fight him because it'd be like fighting an accountant. (laughs) That's accurate. (laughs) And so, yeah, they kind of shove each other a fight kind of starts. It's very brief before it's broken up. Yes. And at this point, after Rory has shown up and she's right there behind Dean, this is uh-huh. where some of you have seen this and noticed this or watched interviews that talk about this. But this is where Eris Alvarado, who plays Caesar, is seen here at the dance right behind Rory. He's sitting at the table right behind Rory when the fight starts. I didn't know that. That. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. <laughs> and I need to now go look up that scene. <laughs> so I feel like I had either written down or taken a screenshot that shows the timestamp of when it happens. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember for sure that I did. I'm actually going to uh, scroll and see if I did. I th- intended to. I feel like it was around 3310, but I could be wow. totally wrong. That's the number sticking out in my head. If I'm right, 
see, my memory's good. <laughs> if not, <laughs> I don't know where that number came from. <laughs> but yeah, go back and look. That's, and Caesar is in the background at the dance, which... That's interesting. I never noticed that. I've seen interviews and he... um Eris Alvarado, the actor, he kind of created a backstory for it and said, yeah, that's Caesar and he's there someone's date at the dance. So that's a fun little piece of information there. Yeah, <laughs> background detail. Fun. Yeah, background detail. <laughs> Never noticed it before. <laughs> and once again, this is just Louise's theme all night where she's like bored again, you know, she's just so blasé about everything in this episode, the whole dance. That's just her attitude. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to Lorelai's house. I yes. don't know why I did that so sing-songy. <laughs> I guess I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I guess so. So you see Lorelai has fallen asleep watching TV. Yeah. Emily turns off the TV and covers her up, which is sweet. And you can see now more of, like... Yes, this, like, her. touching mother-daughter bonding. Yes. Exactly. And she pushes her hair back, and mm -hmm. that's when Lorelai says, thank you, Mommy. As an adult, it's rare that you still call your mom Mommy. It's maybe Mom, Mother, but that shows that loving connection that they do have hidden deep. Thank you, yep. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and then at this point, it's fading into the next scene, but we start hearing the song 13 by Big Star, which is another song I always associate with season one and with Rory and Dean. So it starts playing at the end of the scene at Lorelai's house and continues into the next scene in well, Town no. Square. Uh -huh. So we're in Town Square now, and they're walking through the snow-covered city oh, again. Which yeah, it's snowy <laughs> it's stars hollow looks so beautiful and picturesque covered in snow yes it really does it, it just looks beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and now they finally have the conversation when rory asks him dean are you my boyfriend <laughs> yes <laughs> and they finally decide that they are boyfriend and girlfriend. Our boyfriend girlfriend. And that's why I guess this song, that song playing in the background as they decide they are boyfriend girlfriend, that's what makes it a Rory and Dean song. And also, I just love the look of the scene, not just the snow covered town, but them walking in their formal clothes with coffee in hand. It yeah. just, I just love the look of this scene. Uh huh. And then they walk into Miss Patty's. Yeah. And they're looking at, like, all the different pictures of Miss Patty throughout her career in dance. And we find out here that Rory brings a book with her everywhere. Yeah. Yes, I was just going to say that. <laughs> and I can identify with that because, especially then, I always had a book in my purse or book bag. I always had a book with me to read everywhere I was, whether I'm on a bus or waiting somewhere, anywhere, I could pull out my book. Yeah. Nowadays, That's I feel like my purses are way too small to keep a book in. So it's only sometimes now, depending on how many other things I have to have in my purse. But at yeah. 16, yes, I always had a book in my purse. <laughs> so he asks what book she has with her. She shares what book it is. Uh -huh. It's the portable Dorothy Parker. Yes. And I liked his joke, of course, because it's portable. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yes, I remember that. <laughs> Another amazing <laughs> joke here about literature. <laughs> yeah, 
sit down on the big beanbag chairs and start reading the book. And they fall asleep. Yes. Normally at Miss Patty's, we see it when it's set for town meetings. So it's a little yeah. bit different. Here it's just what a dance studio looks like at the end of a day where yeah. you see like top hats hanging from a hat's hat rack and boas and different parts of costumes everywhere. Hula hoops, which everyone's kind of like, hula hoops? Dance? But I had a modern dance where we used hula hoops. So... <laughs> You didn't hula hoop with them, but you use them as a prop in the dance. Uh-huh. <laughs> sound effect there of the whooping sound of the hula hoop <laughs> gliding through the air there, guys. You couldn't see it. Only Paisley could. But yes, I was imitating the dance, part of the dance. Anyway, I just loved seeing it set up as an actual dance studio with all of the things you would see in a dance studio. And it just took me back to my days of dance. Kind of the next scene starts, but we're still in the same place when Miss Patty and her yoga class walk in and yeah. discover them, <laughs> which um, Miss Patty here, we see she has a Yorkie. She's holding her Yorkie. And I always forget that she had a Yorkie in that episode. <laughs> I know. That's funny whenever you watch that. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so the yoga class is at 530. So it's pretty close to 530 in the morning when... They wake up and Rory rushes home. She runs off to go home, anxiously yeah. worried. She won't let Dean come with to explain. This is the sticky situation they are in. <laughs> in the next scene, we are back at Lorelai's house. Yeah. And Emily wakes her up in a panic. It's 530. It's 530 in the morning. Rory's not here. And... Lorelai's like, wait, what? Like, she just woke up. She's like, what? <laughs> yes. So this is the end of the bonding moment. Yes. Emily is now yelling at her hysterical about Rory never coming home. And once again, talks about Lorelai's housekeeping not being up to snuff. <laughs> yeah. And she talks about how if she, if she would clean, she could find the phone. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Patty calls... Yes. To give her a heads up. Yeah, which was nice of her. (laughs) And then the conversation between Emily and Lorelai continues with Emily assuming what had happened with Rory. No, her and assuming things. It bugs me. Like, you (laughs) don't know what happened. Stop saying these things. (laughs) (laughs) She's telling her that the same thing's going to happen to her, to them, as happened to Lorelai and Emily, Uh that she's going to lose her. And then this is where it comes out about why Lorelai left and she told her that you strangled me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, go on. No, go ahead. We also see here, like, what each of them valued. Mm Lorelai valued independence and freedom, whereas Emily said that she gave her the best things, sent her to good schools, so... Those things, the best and finest opportunities, those that's what Emily valued. So that's kind of like the basis of a lot of the problems we see between yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. And they're just, well, mostly Emily is just too freaked out. So she is continuously yelling at Lorelai and, yeah, saying not nice things. And that's when Lorelai tells her to get out, which I understand. I would yep. too. She kicked her out of the house. Yeah, you're not coming in my house and talking to me like that. (laughs) You're out. (laughs) And Rory has come in. She's kind of hiding. She's overheard some of this. Yeah. 
and then after Emily leaves, Rory goes into Lorelai. And then, even though Lorelai was saying good things to Emily about Rory, her tune changes once she's actually talking to Rory. She was still upset about what had just happened. So she kind of takes some of her anger out on Rory, even though she knows nothing happened, like Rory said. (laughs) Yep. Oh, go on. But it is like what Lorelai said. You know how it feels waking up in the morning and knowing your kid isn't in her bed? That's scary. Yeah, terrifying. And Rory knows what it really was. And she, she mentions that she said it was about Emily seeing it happen. Yes. It wasn't yeah. that you really don't trust me. It was that grandma saw it. She saw you mess up. So yes. that's why you're mad at me. Yep. Kind of the final thing in this episode that has to be mentioned. It's our little game of the fruit bowl. Yes, I was going to mention it. <laughs> there are so, some new in here. They have some lemons. I saw a peach. Did you see the peach? I did not see the peach. I saw the lemons and I saw green and red apples. Yeah, I saw a singular peach in the bowl. So, <laughs> for this we for this episode of what's in the fruit bowl, <laughs> the fruit bowl is still there. Yes, and that is the fruit in the fruit bowl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like we need to make a little jingle about what's in the fruit bowl. <laughs> it needs to happen. <laughs> but that ties up this episode. Yeah, it does. So it was fun getting back to this. Yes. As you can see, we're st- we're ironing out this whole doing this virtually and from a distance, not yeah. in person. So yeah. our audio is not going to be the same as normal. Yeah, no. But we're just getting in the swing of it. As we find things over time that will help, we will do those things. But we just really wanted to get back on. Yes, because it has been a long time. <laughs> so many months. <laughs> this- was a great reunion (laughs) so our next episode will be season one episode 10 forgiveness and stuff super exciting that is also another good and like important episode (laughs) like a lot of stuff happens (laughs) okay so that is an exciting episode to look forward to i'm excited for it (laughs) in the meantime we'll just be sipping on coffee bowls at the mud house 